When it's a nice day, maybe it's summer, maybe a holiday, maybe Fourth of July. Would you describe? Do you think someone described me as a hunk? A hunk of cheese? <laughs> yes, <laughs> on a cracker. Absolutely. You are a hunk of cheese on a cracker. Maybe those rings movies just came out and you're in love with Adam Miller. If you feel it, do see, then take a moment and listen to the IFNT podcast. You are uh, Stewie Griffin, but also a snake. Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I lose you. <laughs> That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I thought about that while I was peeing. You thought about making me Stewie Griffin, but a snake? Yeah. Well, I was looking at my wiener. I was oh. like, I was like, look at that snake. You know, it'd be funny. <laughs> it'd be funny if I thought if I think about Justin while I'm holding my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I never like not. I don't want to say never, but most of the time I don't. Uh, I don't think about uh, the naughty things you do when I'm in the bathroom. Um, most of the time, it's business. Yeah. Especially like when you're peeing. Like if you're peeing, you're not like jacking it while you pee. No, it seems like it'd get messy. <laughs> Unless you're in the shower. You do all that at the same time. Mm-hmm. Seems like I'm still like hyper focused on other things. Yeah. Uh, you do Arnold Schwarzenegger taking a bath. I love the bath. I. <laughs> <laughs> I love the bath. <laughs> Robert Ducky. Is he drunk? Oh, is, that it? is that not what he said? Is that not like this? No. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Go to the chopper. Come on. Oh, he's got deeper, Do it to me. He's got a deeper voice. Do it. Do it. I'm in the bath. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm in the bath. Give me my ducky. Leave me alone. <laughs> you're, you're good at impressions more than no. I am. No. I want you to like. The I want you to just teach me how to do impressions. Like be Zoe one oh one. I don't know who that is. I don't either. Um now you be uh what's his name? Now you be. No. You be uh fucking Christopher Walken taking okay. a walkin. I'm walking down the road. <laughs> and I <laughs> I got my dog. And he's he's got hair. It's <laughs> good. I like it. <laughs> yeah, you get me out of my shell. I do. Yeah, like uh, like Sheldon from Garfield and Friends. Go. I don't know. Who that I can't is. remember. I sound like I don't know who that is. <laughs> you know, Sheldon. Uh, he was the uh, he was the little unhatched egg. Uh, oh, with feet. Yeah, I don't remember what he sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> like two cousin it. Cousin It. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Snoop Dogg was Cousin It? Was he? Yeah, in that in the cartoon? No. That was him. In was... like the 90s? Like no, that the new one. The new one? Yeah. I didn't watch the it. The movie. You didn't watch the movie? Didn't get to watch it yet. You love the Adams family. I do love that Adams family. <laughs> <laughs> but I still didn't get to watch it. Well, I didn't like you like Amy Adams, like her family is okay, but like uh-huh. you love that Adams family. Yeah. Joey Lauren Adams, her family's cool. Not quite the same as the Adams family. Be um the the guy from Full House uh having intercourse with uh two two chicks. At Would the same you like time. to see my what? Like that? Like Joey Gladstone? 
No, is it? Joey? He did like the woods. The what's wood the, What's the? Puppet? Is that who he is? That's his name. I don't Who's remember. Who's that? What's the? Cut it out, guy. Is that him? Cut it out. Yeah. Is that what is it? Joey Gladstone. Joey Gladstone. Yeah. yeah, Dave Coulier. And then he's having sex with two girls. He's the he's the the woodchuck. Yeah. So you were the woodchuck. And he's like, "Would you like to see my wad?" Yeah, like that. Mm. That was I was a stretch. I was trying. I like it. (laughs) I didn't remember the guy's name. I uh, Full House quiz me on anything. Full House. I got you. How many seasons? Uh, I don't know. I met the characters. Uh, oh, uh, what was Bob Saget's name? <laughs> oh, it was uh, Danny Tanner. What was Danny Tannerino's uh, surname? What did he write under? He <laughs> was a writer in the show, he right? He wasn't a writer, no. What did he do for a living? No, he was a newscaster. He was a Wake Up San Francisco. What did he, he was he was, at, co-host. He was co-host. an actual newscaster. Was he wasn't a weatherman? He was wake up. No, he was the he was the co-host for the news show. What was what's his face? His name uh, John Samos. Jesse Kasopoulos. Jesse Kasopoulos. Yeah, Kasopoulos. Yeah, what's his last name? Kasopoulos. How do you spell it? Kasopoulos. C A S T Kets. What's his last name? O P Kasopoulos. What's his wife's name? Oh, that's uh, Rebecca. Remain? <laughs> no. Becky. Becky? With the good hair? <laughs> um, What's the kids' names? Which ones? All of them. Stephanie, DJ, Michelle, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, Jesse and... Michelle point two point oh. <laughs> and then Jesse and Becky had twins. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what are their names? Mitch I don't remember. And Definitely wasn't Mitch. Uh, Maggie. That was... Uh, I don't remember. How many kids? Matter. What happened to Bob Saget's wife? Uh, she died car accident. In a car accident? Yep. Like, is, like she get hit by a drunk driver? Or they explain any further I than that? I don't remember. Probably they explained, but I don't remember. Okay. Is Maybe it good, wasn't a car accident. Do you think accident. he's a good dad? Uh, Bob Saget? Uh, I, I don't know, because it took. he had to get two other people in there to help him. There were only think? three girls. I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't have... I don't know what it would be like to raise three girls. I don't. I don't think I would do it by myself. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't think I would do it. Um, <laughs> if they were my kids, I would drop if, them off. <laughs> what would you do if you were a single dad that lived with two men? Um, do I? Am I related to these men? Does it matter? Yes. Okay. Because what if they were pretty and I wanted to? Uh, I wanted to kiss them. The men? Yeah. Why not? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe because you don't like to kiss men. Do you like Kiss Men? Somebody might. You? I might like to. Okay. Never mind. Who's the who's the Kissed guy? A man who's, or two guy in my who's, life? who's the guy that you want to kiss? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anybody in particular in my brain. Like Johnny Depp was is one. Johnny Depp was always high on the list. Um, I don't know if he's still there. What for about me. nowadays Johnny Depp and nowadays Dave Coulier? I I don't know. <laughs> and then you. I'm no, oh, raising that's... raising three girls. <laughs> Three um, men and three babies. That's an interesting thing. Is like me and Dave Coulier yeah. and Johnny Depp. Yeah, nowadays, I think I'd rather nowadays be with, Dave Coulier and Johnny Depp. I think I'd rather keep John Stamos than than Johnny Depp. You don't honestly. get that option. Oh. <laughs> John Stamos has aged well. Yeah, he's still a hunk. Yeah. What about uh, Bob Saget? Bob Saget, no, he doesn't age well. He was never a hunk. It was never a hunk. No, you don't think? No, I don't think so. Do you think you don't think that there's anybody out there that was like he's a hunky man? He had to. He's gotten married a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, like just in general, somebody had do you to think have had they, a thing the, for him. Do you think like I? I think if we asked Mandy, she probably wouldn't think that I'm a hunky. You don't think so? No, I think she would. 
You do? I think that she would definitely be like, Justin, you are handsome and you're a hunk. That's, yeah, hunk is not the word that would come out of there. You don't though. think so? No. Hunk has never been. No. Hunk I, has uh, never passed her lips. I uh, hunk a cheese like on my cracker mm-hmm. uh, when I'm eating it. Would you describe me? Do you think someone described me as a hunk? A hunk of cheese? <laughs> yes. <laughs> on a cracker? Absolutely. You are a hunk of cheese on a cracker. Speaking of hunk of cheese on a cracker, welcome to episode 117 of the IFNZ podcast. I've got some food news for you, Shad. Have you seen the latest in Oreos news? I can't say so. I've had a Lady Gaga Oreo. Here we go. Ready? Oreos news intro. Oreo news, news, news. Don't edit it. Okay. Just leave it as is. Oreos, X Lady Gaga, pink vanilla cookie oh, with green about? signature cream. Saw it at Casey's, did not purchase yet. I did. You did? Yeah. How was it? Uh, it tastes like a vanilla Oreo. Oh, cool. I don't think there's any flavoring to it. I don't. I didn't it's think just that there was. I, I think yeah. it was just there. But it was just kind of a weird it's brand deal yeah. that just kind of came out of nowhere. Absolutely. I just thought that was kind of interesting. But then also, uh, this March, we've got a new strawberry frosted donut Oreo flavor coming to us. Oh. Hmm. Um, looks like it might be pretty interesting. You like a you like a strawberry donut? You like donuts? Um, I like... <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I strawberry is a good flavor for a donut. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a good like a strawberry jam donut. Like okay, like it's jammed uh, in there, like a filling. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a place uh curious close because... to where I live that used to have mm-hmm. a uh, a glazed donut that yeah. was filled with strawberry jelly, mm-hmm. and it was oh superb. Uh, but they closed. They don't make the donut anymore, yeah. and nobody else does. They always fill with raspberry, and I'm not a yeah. big raspberry guy. I don't. I don't mind the raspberry. I think I would probably like a strawberry jam a little bit more. Yeah. But um, I know that for a period of time, Casey's had a, like, they have those, like, strawberry speckled, like, like you bite into the cake donut. Like a blueberry donut, like, but with strawberry instead. Yeah. Gotcha. Kind of like the little bits that are in there, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't actually have, like, bits of strawberry in it, but it's, it just, yeah. The yeah. flavor bursts, like as I'll stuff. call it. Yeah. Um, but then it had, like, a glaze that was on top that was the strawberry, like mm-hmm. a strawberry icing. I'm a good um, fan. That was pretty good. I'm a good fan. You're a good I'm, fan? I'm a big fan of, like, a strawberry on strawberry cake. Mm-hmm. Like, you get the strawberry cake with the strawberry icing. Exclusive Ooh. at BJ's Garden Inn Cafe. <laughs> I love uh, good box mix cake in general. And then uh, one other thing that you guys will see probably before this episode comes out, or I could time it to where it comes out when this episode comes out, and then you could just watch it then that way. Either way. <laughs> Lay's lit- latest limited uh, time flavor is the game day chili chip. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in time for the NFL playoffs and the Super Bowl. Yes. We're in the cusp of the playoffs right now, Shad. Who's your... Who's your top bet? Who's your team that you're going for? You're um, rooting for right now. What are the Bucks doing this year? The Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh-huh. Oh, you're a Tom Brady fan. Mm. Is that where he's at? He's that. He's a Buccaneer now. Oh, buddy. I don't want to go there. You don't want to go there. No, I thought you were a Packers fan back in the day. You know, um, not so well, my family's from Wisconsin, so like Wisconsin. Just, so so Ooh. so naturally, half can you of, do a Wisconsin accent? Um, no. Where are the where are the Packers at in all of this? Where are my white women at? Because I <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, I I do always kind of like to know where the Packers fall and everything because I, I i have remained interested in them and that's about it i'll tell you right now aaron Rodgers still with them is aaron Rodgers with them yeah i think or so leave them no I, I think so i don't think that they're in the playoffs now no we've got uh i know the baltimore ravens the kansas city chiefs the browns beat the steelers in a huge blowout 
you are not <laughs> you do not know these things i do look up right now on your phone stop the timer don't stop the timer close that out i will open not. up safari and then type in blowout. cleveland browns <laughs> browns blowout <laughs> <laughs> type in <laughs> Pittsburgh Steeler Cleveland Blount blowout. <laughs> oh, this is dated at this point. Somebody else has fallen off by now, right? Anyway, like, Colts like and Bills played. I don't know who won that one. Uh, like, the Buccaneers are in it, actually, oh. apparently, uh, playing against Washington. You've got the Rams that played against Seattle. I know the Rams Did won Washington that one. Did Washington change their team name yet? Packers are in it. They're a seeded team, actually. Oh. So the Packers are going to play against probably the Buccaneers. What kind of seed? What like a pumpkin seed? seed? Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. It's thick. Uh, and then <laughs> thick the Bears and, and the Saints played. Can't I can't tell you anything else. Okay. And And by now... Will we know a winner by the time this episode comes out? When does this episode come out? Um, I don't know. Where's the calendar? Right behind you. Uh, <laughs> 25th. That'll come out on the 25th? Yeah. Uh, it won't be over because the Super Bowl is not until February. It's not. But that could be the last game could have already happened. The last games? Yeah. Maybe. Are they I in a know. bubble? Are they in a bubble? Yeah. Uh, I think something to that effect. Yeah. There's no audience, right? No. Yeah, no. I'd actually heard that during the Super Bowl this year, they were talking about uh, filming the audience with uh, bubbles, people that were COVID vaccinated, um, oh. that were like people first like, line. like, yeah, first line people like uh, nurses and doctors and such Very like cool. that. I was like, yeah, you could fill in like a few thousand of those people there. I'm sure yeah. it'd be really cool. You don't want everybody there because then nobody can take care of the sick people. No, you want everybody there <laughs> because that's how I Am Legend starts. Shad, <laughs> did you know that I Am Legend took place in the year 2021? Did it really? Did you know what caused the vampirism to all of the people? COVID vaccine? A va failed vaccine. Oh, no shit. Really? Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's scary. Chad Schubert is Will Smith in. <laughs> you kidding? I'm the dog Will in that Smith picture. Will Smith is Will Smith in. Yeah. <laughs> I am legend. Featuring Chad Schubert as New Lab. <laughs> I was like, I am nothing. I'm barely surviving that thing. But the dog dies. I don't want you to die. <laughs> yeah. It's got to happen, right? At some point. We could both be sweet vampires together. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We could. Vamping uh, it up at the Barry Gibb talk show. Mountain Dew has a, had a, new, has a new permanent flavor. As opposed to not permanent flavors? Yeah, like they do like the... You know, like the game fuel goes away and stuff like that? You just yeah. know what you mean? Okay. Well, yeah, and like the the holiday ones, like there's the Christmas one that's like the mm -hmm. cranberry flavored one. The holiday is here. They got the, uh, the Halloween like mystery flavor mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Spooky. They've got the Major Melon, which is like a watermelon flavored Mountain Dew mm -hmm. that's a permanent flavor that's here. Now, if Mountain Dew came to you and they were like, Shad, we love your voice. Uh-huh. We know all of the sweet impressions that you can do now. What is coached by what is Major Melon's voice? You're going to be the voice actor for Major Melon okay. from now on. Yeah. So gotcha. what is the voice? I'm going to give you a line to say. Okay. You better drink this. You better drink this soda, son, before I pop you in the lip. <laughs> all right. Go. All right. You better drink this show to show. <laughs> Wait, how does he use voice go? <laughs> <laughs> your, te your teeth are together. Yeah, I gotta yeah. get it together. Go, I gotta drink that show to show before I pop you in the face. Nah, that's good. <laughs> that doesn't sound like that. Who's that sound like, though? I don't know. 
That was uh like Brack. That was a little Brack. <laughs> hey, Space Ghost! <laughs> you better drink this soda, son. <laughs> um, yeah, I would never. I don't think anybody's gonna qualify me <laughs> to be the voice of anything. What if they did that? What if they got Andy Merle back and they did uh him and uh, I can't think of the other guy's name. They did Brack and uh, Zorak to advertise for for the major melon flavor. <laughs> yes, I awesome. don't think we're relevant anymore. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Do you practice your voices? No, you like stand in the mirror and I just don't. like. I wish you did. I just I can. Well, I guess the only thing I could think of is just like I think of those voices and I just have heard certain ones so often that yeah. i can just think of whatever i got you. i don't think i'm really good at it really i mean there's certain ones that i think i can do better than others for sure but yeah. some of them i'm just kind of come off the cuff you better than me hey thanks <laughs> <laughs> tell me more about major melon was that it that was it it's okay. watermelon flavored go get it if you like watermelon i do i'm not a giant watermelon flavored mm-hmm. guy Especially like the sugary, like fake watermelon. Sure. I like a good, like real watermelon flavor. They have a uh, Tropicana has a watermelon juice that they sell that is really good. I like it a lot. Got a lot of sugar. Uh, probably some sugar. Tropicana added, likes their sugar for the most part. I think it's like one hundred percent real juice. We squeezed this melon, but then we added sugar to it <laughs> and some water and some additives. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Regardless, yeah. it was good. <laughs> and I had a nice uh, pressed. Um, grapefruit juice the other day mm-hmm. that was uh sparkled at your, at your upstate upscale hotel. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I always uh, how's life on the hill? <laughs> it's real nice. Uh, it's real nice. I have uh, it's not that it's not that nice. I've been fighting mice in my basement, so uh, it's not like I'm not. We don't that in here this uh this weekend. They're uh, they're stupid. Mice? Yeah. I mean, I guess they're smart because it's cold outside, so they're coming in. Yeah, the they doors. found the warmth. So they're, they're... They're stupid to come in here with four cats. Don't... Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Mine were in the basement. I like... they Your can cats? Just... Basement cats? No. Uh, <laughs> they just got to stay down there. I I caught a few over the last month, mm-hmm. but I think I've eradicated the problem. <laughs> eradicated. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't Are you mice. the Rat King? From the Turtles? Absolutely. Do the Rat King ordering a pizza. Go. <laughs> I don't even know what the Rat King is <laughs> from the Ninja Turtles. He's a villain. Oh uh, no, I don't. Oh, okay, never like, mind then. Like Splinter? No, it, it's a villain called the Rat King. Oh, yeah. I'll show you a picture later. I gotcha. Is he related to Splinter? Not at all. Is he's Splinter a he's rat? a dude in like wearing like rags, almost kind of mummy esque style, if you will. And he's got bright orange ginger red hair. If I'm is not he mistaken. the Rag King or Rat? The... Like rats. Like rats. Mm-hmm. Like rats. Rats, rats, rats. Rat um, King, Ninja Turtles, go. Google. Have you listened to any like music lately? No. No? <laughs> any cool? Uh, no, I mean, I've had some new uh, singles from different artists that have come out that I've been listening to. I, I told you I've been listening to um, The Weeknd's After Hours, kind of yeah. like it's going out of style. I, I love that album so much. But I think I put it um in my honorable mentions too for 2020 yeah when we did the list i remember you talking about that when it all came out um every time i die i released two new singles really yeah um they're both pretty good is that interesting yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. very very return to form for them i feel like it's gotcha. very like wanderlusty type yeah. you know that kind of era mm-hmm. um it's really good uh crosses put out a new single i still haven't listened to that yet it's pretty good it's it it is chino singing but it does not sound like chino singing at huh. all like it doesn't sound like his voice in I any gotcha. way shape or form um, but it's a cover song. Okay. Um, I guess I read a little article that said, because 
at one point in time, he had said that this Crosses album was done. They did the tour, and then it was kind of a one-and-done situation. I guess because of COVID, that kind of changed things. Uh, after they released Alms, they weren't able to tour for it, and he said he kind of just was toying around the idea and talked to the other uh, bassist guitarist from Crosses, mm-hmm. and they just kind of worked together over, like, online, sending each other files and stuff, I and kind of came up with this cover. Huh. And they were like, yeah, we might as well just start writing some more music while we got some time. Yeah. So I guess that kind of really was what it turned into. So there's definitely going to be more coming from them, but that was just kind of the first little taste of it. Gotcha. It's good. It's just different, especially knowing that like this Chino's voice, but does not sound like him at all. Hmm. Like if you were to tell me it was somebody different completely, I would believe you, but I was looking up several different things because I didn't want to believe it at first. (laughs) I was just like, wow, it really is him. It just sounds so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I kind of, I deep dived hard into, I just kind of seeing what was out there, kind of reassessing my music consumption mm-hmm. uh, in in life, and I also have the DVD Netflix uh, right now. And, yeah, you do. And I we talked about that. I upgraded it, and I actually am paying for it now. Um, I've got three discs coming at a time. Uh, they're all all over you. They're just coming all over. There he is. Um, that's the Rat King. That's I Rat remember King. a toy of the Rat King at one point in time. Mm-hmm. That's Rat King. Um, that's, that's what funny. I said. He's kind of wrapped in cloths somehow yeah. he's got bright red ginger hair and rats on his shoulders because he commands rats like like willard would yeah mm-hmm. he, so they stole the idea of willard from the rat king and they made him a bad guy yes uh-huh. um so um i got the uh the three cheers uh for sweet revenge uh they made a like a documentary like a mm-hmm. video diary thing of it uh, i yeah. can't remember what it's called but I, I kind of like a uh, blink did the you Rethrow Chronicles or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's like four hours of stuff, and I went through like all of it and uh, just got kind of consumed. And then I started really like getting back into my Chemical Romance and realized that like you love them. Uh, well, I know I do. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I have for a long time. Yeah, but like that album came out in '04, which mm-hmm. would have been like halfway through my high school career or yeah. whatever you want to call that, and. Like I would have been prime candidate for this album, and I like the like uh, Helena and uh, mm-hmm. I'm not okay. Uh, yeah, on the, I like those songs, and when they came out, but I didn't really like dive into hardcore. But that album is so good, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was like, man, I would have been like a My Chemical Romance kid, like yeah. in high school easily. But I think like I was like so many were circa like 2006 for Black Parade and stuff. Yeah. A lot of oh, people yeah. started turning up on that. And like I said before, you know, we talked about it a few months ago whenever mm-hmm. I started really diving back into that album. Yeah. Because I love Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, and I always have. Yeah. But I didn't really give too much credence to Black Parade because I was like, this is really commercialized. And I guess maybe for me, I was kind of like, even though it's very emo and like not a lot of people are supposed to be into it, a lot of people are into this fucking album. That one, really? Yeah. And I don't see that one as like commercial as, more as so, Three Cheers. More so, yeah, for sure. Because like... If you think of like, I think of the singles off of that album, and it's like none of them are. I'm pretty sure Black Parade is like the their biggest song ever. Well, yeah, but like it's like seven minutes, and like it's a long song, yeah. isn't it? And and just doesn't really scream to me like radio single, right? In the world, and I remember it was and yeah. like teenagers is not really like uh, stuff like that too it's a weird but song, i mean yeah. diving back into that and knowing that it's like a really awesome well thought out concept album and yeah. knowing how creative he is writing wise especially yeah. now it means a lot more to me than it used to for I sure see. and I, I think i like it almost a little bit more than three cheers for sweet revenge yeah just because the song 
choices and their musical direction that they go with that album yeah. changes a lot. Mm-hmm. There's not just like one tone to the whole thing. It's oh, not no, just blasting sure. emo. It, it almost has like, there's some songs like you listen to like Dead and it's like very classic My Chemical Romance yeah. flavor. But then you turn on Teenagers and it almost has like a little bit of like a borderline rockabilly flair to mm-hmm. it too. Especially when you listen to those guitar riffs that yeah. do like bam, 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 yeah. and shit like that. Exactly. Yeah, and just like so much different up and down. There's like songs that sound like fucking Queen on there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I've been I've been just really <laughs> getting into music and how it makes me feel and why don't I listen to it as much anymore mm-hmm. and just trying to get writing in the middle. It's like get the the writing mm-hmm. fumes drumming up again and like uh I got into the thrills again. Like just started listening to uh what was that? Um, what was that? The one album with the yellow, uh, the yellow cover. I can't remember what it's called. I don't remember. Uh, Bohemia. Something about Bohemia. Uh, but it didn't matter. The thrill is really good. I remember mm-hmm. us liking that a lot. Yeah. Uh, and getting into that side of it. Bottle, uh, bottle Bohemia. Let's bottle Bohemia. So it was called. I think okay. So. Um, but they were cool. Um, I listened to some Trail of Dead recently. Yeah, remember? So yeah, the new album that was it? Did it come out last year? Or the year before? They last? did have a lot. I think last year. Maybe. Last year, I listened to I parts of that, and I didn't listen to all of it. I got kind of bored of that actually after a while. Yeah, it's it's kind of hit and miss. I'm I'm not mm-hmm. as they don't hold my attention as long. I finally listened to there's a that album we talked about before called The Lost Songs, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. It's on Amazon Music. Like, it's not on Spotify, and it's not on, like, YouTube Music, but it's on Apple Music, and mm-hmm. it's on Amazon Music specifically. wonder why. I don't know, but I got Amazon Music for, like, two bucks for a couple of months because yeah. there's a bunch of Henry Rollins, like, uh, talk albums and stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, so... I was like, oh, it's on there. And I listened to it a couple of times. And it I think same thing. There were some good parts of it, but just yeah. didn't hold my attention the I way. I still that... think even like some of the older Trail of the Dead that I really enjoyed, like uh like the the very first big album and stuff that came yeah. out in like two thousand six or five, anymore. something like that. The one that has uh what is it called? Make so, you smile or something like yeah. that. That the first like mm-hmm. big single and big song on yeah. it. Yeah. Would you smile again for me? Would you smile again? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And that that one, like uh, there's some songs on that album that I could probably skip over, mm-hmm. but that's probably the most consistent album as far so as like divided a front to batter goes. Is the one right after that, the mm-hmm. one with like kind of the golden cover with the girl <clears throat> peeking her head yeah. through. That one I remember holding my attention about the amount of that, and those yeah. two were like my favorites. Uh, the I, one that you're talking about. Yeah, I still think the it. first, the intro track for that first album. Yeah. With the dun 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 is probably like one of the best intro tracks of Ever. all time. Yeah. It's so fucking cool and so iconic for some reason. It it's is. just such a like, huge epic scope and scale. And then it kicks right into that yes. song and it just rocks so hard. It's yes. so fucking cool. <laughs> just to get that. And then just that. And just yes. kicks it. High gear. It's so good. And then it rings out. And then uh, is that yeah. right after? It's like when. You hear the saxophone hit. And then it does that. And he starts singing. Oh, that's right. Well, that's all part of that same song, though. Yes. And then is it right after that that the kids scream? And he goes, hey, fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah. And gets into the next song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, oh, while we're just reminiscing old music, um, I've been trying to search for a song forever. By Conway Twitty. That opens up with like somebody going, is there anybody out there? And then somebody goes, no. And you uh-huh. know what I'm talking about? Have you yes. heard this? I think I know what you're talking about. And I finally found it. It's something I've been searching for what forever. It? It's a song off of the Queen of the Damned soundtrack with Corn and Linkin Park, I do believe. Okay. 
Um, I can't even remember what it's called. Uh, but it's like not like yeah, Queen of the Damned is a very iconic soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's like one of those songs that isn't actually on the disc. Mm-hmm. And like when you're streaming, but you can get it on like you can find it on YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's one of the songs that never made the actual soundtrack cut. Yeah. And I finally was like, oh, and I once I figured out what it was, I was over it and whatever. I think it's even called Queen of the Damned, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, the song is. But yeah, I don't know. I just felt like I just needed to one share of that. Me and Jay were talking about on the way going home, which is weird that we mentioned soundtracks and stuff too, because we were mentioning uh, he'd played a song and was playing the song. And I was like, this is the song. And I said, is this a song that plays? And it wasn't listed on the Mortal Kombat soundtrack for the movie. Oh, uh-huh. But it, uh, for the first movie, rather, not mm-hmm. Annihilation. Um, but it, uh, I was, I remembered it distinctly. I was like, is this a song that plays like right at the end of Mortal Kombat? And he goes, dude, it's weird that you mentioned that because this is on another movie that he looked up. But whenever he looked it up, it also said Mortal Kombat because this one part played. And I was just like, I remember Liu Kang going, it's, let's all go home or something like oh, that because it was just like, like right at the end of the, right yeah. at the very end oh. of the movie and they're getting ready to like walk home and like getting ready to like the movie's over at that point basically yeah. and it kind of leads to like Shao Kahn comes out and he's just like your souls are mine or whatever and it leads to the sequel I see um, but and I was just like I think that because I told him I was like I remember that soundtrack being good and better than I remembered because I was a kid of course I wanted the soundtrack because of the Mortal Kombat theme song like, yes I, I, I adored it everybody wanted the ar, ar, Oh, 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 oh. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I I was actually trying to think, and you I was going to ask you what the Mortal Kombat theme song sounded Mortal like. Mortal Kombat! Dun, 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 You know what I'm talking about? You there is now? The, are you ready for this? Dun, 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 that is not dun, the same dun, song, dun. no. I'll play it for you after this, if I remember. <laughs> um, No, but that song is like crazy. It was like crazy iconic to me, but I remember yeah. like, I was like, I don't know how old I would have been though. I think that was like 94, 95. I see. But at the same time, I was like, I remember certain songs and stuff. I said, I told Jay, I said, I distinctly remember that there was a song whenever Johnny Cage fights Scorpion in hell in that movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's that's the first time I ever heard a Fear Factory song. Because I remember oh. that was the, there was a Fear Factory song that was playing there. He was just like, let me check that out. And he flo- was like, slipped through it. And he was like, yeah, it's a Fear Factory song. And he started playing. And I was like, yep. Because <laughs> I just, re- I, like, I remember literally like, Almost, I was like, it's weird how much I remember from that movie. And I guess I watched it a lot more than I thought I did. Probably, yeah. But at the same time, I was just like, it's not a good movie <laughs> at all. But there's so much shit. Like, I could probably quote a lot of things from it. And I remember a lot of shit that happened. I don't know most of the actors that were in it and stuff, too. But it's just not great. You always uh, you say that about Super Mario Brothers, too, though. And that was a really good movie. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a good movie, but I do remember a lot about it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's very memorable, but that doesn't make it good. Oh, is that not? That is not necessarily the level of. There are <laughs> great movies that are memorable. <laughs> there are shitty movies that are memorable for a reason too. Hmm. I would not call Trolls Two a good movie, but I remember a lot about it. <laughs> I don't remember. I watched it, but I don't remember a lot about it. I do. They they went on a world tour. What? On Trolls Two. No, not that Trolls 2. Oh. <laughs> the, mo- <laughs> like the 1990 horror oh, movie, Troll 2. I understand now. Yeah, not, okay. Trolls, not Trolls 2 World Tour. <laughs> no. I was like, Justin Timberlake was there and like this. No. I did watch that, though. I'm glad you did. It was okay. You, I, we were, you know, speaking of movies that were just okay, we should talk about Wonder Woman 1984 <laughs> Damn. after this commercial break. <laughs> 
America's number one New York Times bestselling series, The Perfectly Useless Book of Useless Information by Don Voorhees. You'll never need to know anything that's in this book, but you should read it anyways. It's Chad. wonderful. It's featured on IFNZ Podcast. That's the only thing I've ever heard it on. Uh, how about I give you a little excerpt from a random page? Let's hear about it. Tell me your page number. I'm going to think that we're going to go to 234. 234. Yeah. You got it, stud. I'm almost <laughs> there. Give me one second. Man, Don, you think Don Voorhees wrote all of these facts? Mm-hmm. Only he's uh, he uh, has an understudy that helped write it. Some of them with it is Jason Voorhees. <laughs> I challenge you to a duel. Aaron Burr challenged Alexander Hamilton to a duel after Hamilton insulted him at a dinner party. The two were bitter New York State political rivals. Yes. And then we learned that from the movie Hamilton. I never watched it. Play. Oh, so dude. I didn't. I, I learned about it in history class, but I never learned about it from that. Forget play. this ad. Let's advertise Hamilton on Disney Plus. But what about the ill-tempered Hamilton challenged many others to a duel in his lifetime? Doesn't say who. <laughs> I think you find out. I think he does every every once in a while in that film. Are they going to make a sequel to Hamilton? I don't think so. Does Hamilton die at the end of Hamilton? I don't remember, but I thought about rewatching it recently. Can we call it? Uh, what what kind of is like slam poetry? Is that what that you would you would call kind it? Like of, almost I guess like rap? So. Yeah. In a sense, like it's like kind of slam poetry the way they kind of approach it. It could be. Could yeah. you, you think of? There's uh, a lot of rhythm and music though to it, which makes I think turns slam poetry into mm-hmm. uh, rap. Maybe. Hey, stay tuned. Disney Plus exclusive Hamilton Two Electric Boogaloo. Welcome to the year 2021. Any predictions for what this new year will hold? Well, if last year was any indication, I'm thinking zombie outbreak, moon explosions, and a live-action Peppa Pig movie? Gross. The one thing I'm predicting that you can count on is IFNZ.net. For what, like the Fountain of Youth? Yeah, you can also go there and see the original documentation and video recording of the Louisiana Purchase. What about like Anne Rice vampires? We've got them there at IFNZ. Yeah, they're real. And uh, Are they as pretty as Brad Pitt? No, no, they're horrible. Horrible creatures of the night. I wouldn't trust them for anything. Huh. Well, uh, I, all, I'm, all I know what we're trying to say is visit ifnz.net. Yeah. Leave us a review. Yeah. It's, it's that easy. It's a no-brainer. We want to hear from you. How are we going to know what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong if you dummies don't tell us? <laughs> Chad, uh, have you heard of not Wonder Woman 1984, but Awesome Games Done Quick? No, is that a, a show podcast, a YouTube video? No, it's the speedrunning thing that I that I've talked about on the show a couple of different times. I've never heard of it. Really? <laughs> so AGDQ 2021 happened. Uh this is Who? the AGDQ Awesome Games Done Quick. Oh, that's the shortened version the of shortened it. The shortened version of it. So that's AGDQ like... just uh, wrapped up uh a, well as of this coming out I guess a few weeks back. Um, they do an awesome games done quick and a summer games done quick. Mm. One's the beginning of the year. One is in the middle of the summer, like uh, July or August. Um, and they raise money for charities by people getting on Twitch and watching these uh, speed runs. Yeah, speed runs. Gotcha. Lots, lots and lots of speed runners last seven days long. So it's it's tons of different speed runners coming and doing basically whatever game they do the best kind oh, of a I thing. Yeah. Um, I watched quite a bit of it. I have a lot of them saved and stuff. But the big thing is the money that they always total and accumulate uh 
Uh, I think last year they hit $3.2 million for AGDQ 2020 that they were able to give to the Prevent, Prevent Cancer Foundation. I see. And it went to the uh, for the juvenile side of Prevent Cancer mm-hmm. to help out kids and stuff like that. And then the one that's in summer is always benefits Doctors Without Borders. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't. I think last year's they did like $1.7 million. This year's uh, AGDQ wrapped up. They hit uh, $2.7 million going to the Prevent Cancer Foundation again. Damn. Almost getting to that point to where they were able to beat it. They they and with this year being an exception, they were actually beating their record consecutively every single year because it just kept getting bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger. And that makes sense that this year would be a little bit lower. Obviously. Yeah, it's, it's different though too because like the summer games done quick that they were still able to do the AGDQ last year in person and they started doing it in Florida. Now mm-hmm. it used to be in I think Milwaukee maybe. If I'm not mistaken. I like Milwaukee. Yeah. Have you ever been to Milwaukee? No. I had a great meatloaf there once. That's cool. I went to like, um, I don't know if you've ever done this. I had a meatloaf? (laughs) No. I don't like a lot of meatloafs, but like they didn't put ketchup on it, which I liked. Okay. Um, Something about bacon ketchup on top of meat. I like ketchup even. Yeah. But I I don't know. There's something about it. But no, um, when you're traveling, I know we haven't done a lot of traveling just recently because, you know, COVID. Um, What? What's COVID? (laughs) Backstreet Boys tour. Oh, you know, um, but the uh, when I travel, I like <laughs> what's COVID. Is this new? <laughs> Who said that? What's going on? <laughs> um, no, when I travel, I like to look up like uh, diners, dives, and dives da, places. Hey, you got Fiat here going out of this diners, dives, and dives. But turn down your microphone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I like to go. Yeah, I like to go and yeah. see like on the interwebs and mm-hmm. see where he's been. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be in Milwaukee. Yeah. Let me check out a place. We'd always do the Triple D and the Man vs. Man vs. Food. I we see. would always go to those places because gotcha. we made it like a staple. Anywhere we went, we would always go and try and find. You look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find stuff. Mm-hmm. It kind of takes the guests out of like. I feel work like without going. I to think a I chain. know what place you're talking about because I feel like I remember seeing that on an episode. It was so good. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. And Milwaukee's a nice place. It's like a, co- it's almost like reminds me of like a small college town. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's big, and they make a lot of beer there. I believe the Indian call it Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, what were you saying? Uh, speed runs. It was in Milwaukee. Now it's not. It's Florida. In, it's in Florida. It was in Florida in 2020, and it was in January. So that COVID hadn't really been a huge thing yet yeah. at that point in time. Um, and then the summer games done quick was the first time they actually did it a like a from home. Which I really still don't understand all of the ins and outs, the mechanics of it, like how it is that they're talking to each other live and actually watching the guy play live because they always have like a couch that's there behind the people while they're doing speed runs. Uh-huh. And they put other people that are like proficient in that game speed run too that kind of help them co-commentate. Because oh, if see. the guy's really into it, he's doing something to come up to. Yeah. And, yeah. So they'll help him kind of like talk about specific segments if it's something he has to concentrate on to get it right. To actually There's going to be a Goomba something. come up or something like that. Yeah. So they'll actually kind of help him co-commentate with it. And they have like live co-commentation that's going on, but the guy is streaming a game from his house. And then also it's being restreamed onto the HEDQ channel. I was just like, there's a lot. It's pre-recorded. A lot of fucking airs, layers that go on. It can't be pre-recorded because they talk about donations live. No, the does the player though? Does the player talk about donations? Yes. Oh, really? The play they talk to the the other person, the person that's a it's movie magic man reads it and stuff. Live. They're all in the same room. <laughs> they're not. But they just make it look like they're in different rooms. Yeah, it's really cool though. It's called you get to see it's like literally 
a cool gateway to get if you if you're like watching speed runs at all it's a really cool gateway into getting into finding some really new unique speedrunners that do certain things that you might not have known about yeah. like i i followed a couple of other people that do speedruns for horror games there's one guy who did a, a run of uh, fear that horror game that was like on pc and i think ps3 uh, yeah. xbox i didn't even talk about yep um and uh they he did a speedrun of it on pc and beat the whole game in like 40 minutes and uh which was fucking nuts watching him glitch and do all this shit that he does on it but i found out i followed the guy and i watched him a little bit last night actually and he does every weekend he does like marathon speed runs where he'll just play multiple games i guess he's proficient in like it's not just fear he plays fear fear 2 he does resident evil games silent hill games and he's like fast in all of them and I just was like, that's fucking nuts that this guy's this good at this yeah. many games. And he does it like every weekend. He'll just be like, I'm going to play uh, Resident Evil 4 first, then 7, and then maybe Fear and Silent Hill 3. Wow. And I'll call it a day. Because by the time he's done the speed runs for all of them, it's been like five hours. And he's beat like four or five games at that point. Yeah. Because he knows how to break all of them, basically. Right. I was like, he doesn't play him fair, I guess fairly maybe is the right word. No, I wouldn't call it. It's not like a 100% playthrough type of I thing. See. It's not like you're running through the halls and stuff. He's good at the game too. Yeah. Like he can go through stuff and so probably like do shit. You wouldn't want to watch him play if you wanted to see the game played. Yeah. I mean, like, it might be interesting in that sense as well. But I mean, for certain speedrunners, it's fun watching them play through games. Like, um, there's another you're guy not watching cutscenes either. There's another they're, guy they're watching cutscenes. Uh, yeah, for the so most you're part, not, sometimes like, you're not getting story probably yeah. either. There are certain speedrunners that do like story runs and stuff of their games and stuff as well okay. too. So that way, like, if they really know the game ins and outs that well, they also know like the lore behind a lot of shit. Hmm. So it kind of help explain certain things as it goes along and whatnot, and hmm. and just do lore runs of stuff too. And there are certain games, like I said, like uh, there's a guy that I follow. His name is uh, Jesus. There's Toast, and he specializes in like Bloodborne and the Dark Souls games, mm-hmm. which most of those don't have a lot of things that you can kind of break. Most of it's just like uh, you have to be fucking good at the game, oh. kind of a thing. And he's just really good at the game. It's fun watching somebody be like that frame perfect whenever like an enemy is like this, like super close to hitting you, and he is able to dodge out of the way just in the right time. And he's just like really, really good at the game. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Good stuff. What do you got? This is a aha. Aha. It's lime and watermelon flavor. Mm. Uh, I realized that earlier in this episode, I just said I don't like watermelon flavor. Uh, (laughs) You're a liar. (laughs) I am a liar. Uh, Aha. I found out actually has a little bit of caffeine in it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. Get your pee pee hard. And this one doesn't say caffeine though. So maybe it's only some of them. Um. Yeah, it's good. Coca Cola Company makes it. Yeah, it's sparkling water. Go fucking figure. Um, what's the Pepsi's bubbly? Right. Um, PepsiCo makes bubbly. I couldn't tell you, but maybe I feel like that's correct. Are they independent? Are they indie? Is that indie water? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure bubbly is Pepsi. If I'm if I'm thinking right, they uh they just released. I'm super pumped for it. Bubbly, like a big yeah, like a a six flavor pack. Of uh, the Six little pack in a pound? essential oil things that you get for the, your uh, for the soda stream. Mm, nice. So, uh, oh, and I figured out the the combination. You ready for it? Seven pumps. Is this different than the one that you told us the last time? It's improved. My my formula's improved. improved. Seven pumps. Seven pumps. Two and a half capfuls. Okay. And it makes a perfect water. 
what if I like it a little bit sweeter? Should I do more caps? Is that the sweet? No, there's no sweet involved. It's all just, it's essence. Okay. What if I want more essence? What then, if I want it to exist more than what I typically get from a water that I've had from you? You may want... Is that caps that gives yes. me essence? Yeah, you want caps, not pumps. Pumps okay. is, is bubbly. That's, that's, so I'll do seven pumps to 12 caps. Oh, no. No. <laughs> 12 that, caps will tear you up. Is, do you think 12 caps would taste like I'm drinking like an essential oil? It'd start tasting real bitter because I did it. <laughs> uh, not 12, but I'd, I yeah. looked at, because I think when we last talked about SodaStream. Previously on SodaStream. <laughs> I had, uh, I said that I had one in my car that was like, had a lot of yes. mango yeah. in it. And you I looked at it, it and I compared the mango versus the lime like vial that mm-hmm. it comes in. And I had made one mango and two lime drinks at that point and there was so much more mango gone <laughs> so it was like probably Since three times as much mango as i should have used I, w- I wonder and i wonder if i would like it if i just did like got a straight up carbonated water mm-hmm. or since i don't really truly like Lacroix or any of that stuff right. that much because of the flavoring if i got like a case of lime and Lacroix mm-hmm. and i cut up some fresh lime and poured it on top of there with some like ice and stuff like that. If that would help improve that essence, if it actually had like the raw natural product kind of seeping in, maybe because there is some sugar in the there's <clears> some <throat> natural sugar in the lime juice. Yeah, uh, in there they also make like juice drop or drop not juice droplets but drop like drops Neo? that have uh, yeah essentially um, that have sugar in it. So like it's gotcha. not it's not unsweetened. Like I drink unsweetened, but there's sure. like sweetened. I, mean, water, I would be which fine is just drinking like a, unsweetened too. I just would want to find. A more of a balance that would give me a little bit more essence or flavor to it i guess you know what i mean um yeah i found that essence is not flavor um yeah. if you want something flavored you have to get it sweetened like mm-hmm. that's kind of like where things lie i don't like how you said flavored that sounded racist <laughs> i don't <laughs> i don't know how that works but uh like these have a, essentially it's just it's smell mm-hmm. it's uh this has a lime watermelon smell to oh, it oh shit smace i don't understand Smaced, it's smell taste uh, together. Mandy and I have experienced this as well. Whenever they, whenever you're, hold your nose. Whenever you are getting flushed out from getting like something injected into you and they have to like flush your system. Uh I'm talking about like for, like for if they, for example, you get like IV fluids or something. Okay. They flush the line first before they'll put the draw of like the IV fluid in you or whatever. Okay. I'm following. So whenever you. they do the flush the fluids, they said you'll 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 taste the like maybe a slight metallic taste oh, with it. Yeah, like the iodine. And you also can kind of smell it too maybe. at the same time. It's like a smaced, like a mixture of the two. You're not really ever tasting it or whatever, but that is those sensations are so I don't know how to say they're like they're just together. together yeah. So tied together so well that you smell and taste that metallic like iodine ishness yeah. in your mouth and you smell it a little bit in your nose too. You, uh, you have a constant, uh, battle with nasal issues. Yeah. Like you're an allergy holic. Like yeah. you have a, you, you love allergies. I not, do. Not that you love them, but your mm-hmm. body loves them for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Um, so I have, have you ever like held your nose or just been clogged up? Yeah, enough I've, I've held my nose before. And then just eat something and see how much you actually taste of it. Uh, I think I probably have at some point. It's very I don't remember. I've not done it recently enough to tell you, you know, give you good facts. <laughs> but how muted your taste is without your smell. Mm. Like when you don't have that, that part of it, that element, mm-hmm. some stuff is so muted or almost not like tasting at all. It's mm-hmm. weird how much your nose, like you said, how much your nose this and your is tripping me out. I need more connected. weed for this. <laughs> it's wild. Um, Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. What do you think? 
it was um well i'll tell you what i told you earlier that i didn't tell the people yet it's my like, first note is when you tell me things earlier and it's not on mic then it's just yeah it's new this is just an okay movie that's my first yeah. note i liked the story mm-hmm. i felt like there were a lot of cut points <clears throat> where we didn't have to pull the taffy as much as we did let me give you a, a, a snippet and maybe we can build off there just an okay movie in my opinion not something I would want to willingly watch again. <laughs> <laughs> what if they made... So that movie was like two and a half hours. Uh-huh. What if they made... If they had said, hey, here's the 90-minute cut. Would you watch that? Absolutely. Character development seemed lackluster. Villains were just okay. But I did really like the a- acting from coming from Qu- Kristen Wiig and Pedro Pascal. Yeah. I thought their character development was kind of weird. Yeah. But like I seeing like Pedro Pascal, for example, we'll just single him out first. Yeah. His character development of deterioration as mm-hmm. it went through with the with the wishing stone and yeah. stuff and and being in him. Yes. And watching it like slowly spiral and him like getting more and more frantic, the eye turning red yeah. and shit. That was really cool. Like kind of falling apart yes. because he needed those wishes. Kristen Wiggs acting did a really good job for that character yeah. specifically. But I don't feel like I don't feel like Cheetah really necessarily lended anything to this story. No, she was kind of a henchman. Yeah, and she like she just became so. a henchman to to him. And Pedro Pascal had no action because he wasn't really like an action oriented villain. Yeah, yeah, it was all more like the mastermind kind yeah. of Lex Luthory kind very, of like very much so thing. But, but even though in certain suit. extent, I was going to say like Lex Luthor has more action than this guy yeah. does too. So does yeah. like Justin Hammer or any of these other people yeah. that are like that kind of billionaire villain in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it suffered from poor writing. I don't know. I think just like a lot of movies nowadays suffer from not enough edits. Mm-hmm. Kill your darlings. If you like that part, consider that it may not be that good and it needs to be cut. Like we don't need an over two hour movie. Yeah. I liked the concept. I fell asleep. I liked the concept and the I slept. I- <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked the concept and the idea of the love story dynamic. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, because I thought it was cool and it was a nice way, I guess, to kind of tie Chris Pine back into it. it. But at the same time, it was also a completely unnecessary thing. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It was necessary because with the wishes, that's what she wished more. It was for. a com- comedy element for him. Yes. And they had, she had to give up something to be the hero. Yeah. Whatever. And I understand that. You know, she's still dealing with it and suffering after however long it's been now. Was that World War II or one that took place in? One. It was one for the one. first one? I don't know. I think uh, one. I couldn't remember. what I knew he was a pilot, but I didn't know what which which war it was. And you got like almost a 30-year difference between <laughs> the two. So I, regardless, a big gap of like almost 60 to 70 years probably between yeah. her still dealing with this loss of yeah. him. And I was like, it's really cool and it's nice and it's emotional. It's a sad and stuff like that. But even if they were to cut out majority of the stuff that happened with that, Mm -hmm. that you still would have had probably a better movie. Yeah. I like I enjoyed the parts of like the opening credits of the Amazon again, like in the trials and her going through all of that. Absolutely. Like more than anything else, like I would take a. No real big stars. I don't even need whoever plays her mom and her aunt because I don't remember who they are. Uh, but like just a, a series of a young Diana yeah. going through and, and this is exactly verbatim what I told Mandy. No shit. <laughs> yeah. We had this discussion. I was like, that's probably that was the most interesting and most yeah. fun part of that movie yeah. to me. I was like, I could have a, we, we could call the series like, Hey, on HBO max, a new exclusive series called the mascara. Yeah. And it's literally just about life on the mascara, watching her grow 
turning into Wonder Woman, learning more about those abilities, and the yeah. show could just be kind of like almost like because she's learning more and more as you watch from the first movie yeah. to the second movie. You're learning more about these like moral quandaries about exactly. like the first movie was about love. This is about not lying and being mm-hmm. truthful and being a good person kind yeah. of thing. Like everything like you episode one is called love. Episode two is called yeah. truth. <laughs> episode two is called uh, don't stab. Yeah. <laughs> Stabby that good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just like uh, it, it could just be like that. I mean, we really focus cool. on like we never did that with with Wonder Woman. We did it with Gotham with yeah. Bruce Wayne. We've done it with Smallville with Superman. Mm-hmm. Why Killing not Smalls. give uh, Why not give Wonder Woman that thing, like that mm-hmm. thing that young kids can look up to with a, a strong female only if lead. Remy did, only if Remy Zero does the soundtrack for it for I the theme song. I don't know who that is. It is the theme song for Smallville. Oh, the somebody save me. That one. I, I've never seen that show. You never watched Smallville? Mm-mm. I did. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, that was, I agree with you completely. That yeah. was my favorite part of it. I also really liked the opening scene for her mm-hmm. um, when they went to like nowadays and she was in the mall and really being like the do-gooder superhero. Yeah. Because we don't see a lot of that either. Yeah. We don't see a lot of like. It was nice to have like a little, that layer of uh, of finely grated cheese as well. Yeah. Um, Because it had like all of the cheesy 80s exactly. real cartoon, s- yes. almost like very. Very, very much like almost old Wonder Woman esque yeah. tropes and stuff that were kind of tied. It was to a little it. slapsticky, like mm-hmm. in that way, and I really enjoyed it was kinda, that. It was pretty refreshing having that as well. Yeah, um, there were certain aspects of it too. I also wrote down that some of the CGI kind of came across as like a little bit older, almost outdated, and a little lackluster than what I was kind of expecting. I might have I think been sleeping the, during that. I part. think the best looking part was probably when they were in the invisible jet and like the firework display oh, yeah. was kind of going that was on. Cool. And it would look really nice and stuff, but. I felt like Cheetah was kind of meh. Really? I yeah, thought she I looked good. She looked okay, but it wasn't, it wasn't, I was expecting maybe something a little bit more. I don't know why. I don't know what they could have done differently in my head. I can't I imagine it. I, I really but, don't know. I mean, I just, there were certain aspects of it too that I just kind of was just like meh about. It just, was a neat way to do like the invisible jet. I get it. You know, kind yeah. of throwing that in there and making it have a story beat that's tied to it. Yeah. But it was so like that aspect of it was like crazy rushed. It was shoehorned we, in a little we bit. We never brought it up at all, at this ability or yeah. anything like that. And what was, was the just, ability? Even that like she could just touch shit and it went invisible. Yeah. Well, she the the reason why the mascara was off the beaten path and nobody could ever find it was uh, because Zeus made it hidden, which was her father, and she has the ability that her father has, and she's been trying to hone it. But I did it. With oh, a, I did right. it with a coffee cup, but it, it it came back really fast. That, I remember that now. Yeah. So it was like she they kind of just really quickly shoehorned in like oh. The reason it's an invisible jet is because she's the daughter of Zeus and he made the mascara disappear yeah. so she can make this jet disappear. Yeah. But she's not really proficient in it. Oh, she did it. Yeah. You know, and like it was just such a weird, quick way to kind of throw that in. Yeah. Which was cool. I liked and enjoyed seeing it and stuff, but I was just like, you didn't talk about that at all. Like something you could have brought up was something like even in the kid part of it. Yeah. You also know what the I mean? power like of flight, like didn't really like they'd. They covered a lot of powers yeah. all in like and one it wasn't movie. even flight; it was like gliding. Yeah, it's and, falling in style. She's yeah, like Buzz Lightyear, one hundred percent falling in style because she was using the lasso to lasso onto fucking anything and everything she could. Clouds, like, lightning clouds, bolts. lightning bolts, anything that she could find up in the sky. Some fucking bird. birds. 
<laughs> they did everything with that falling, like the for the flying sequences, like too much. Yeah, but I mean, they they might as well have just been like, hey, here's like some geese migrating south for the winter, and she's just like skipping on them like it's a stone, <laughs> just like ding 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 ding. Ah, I'm flying. I think I would have enjoyed that better. Like yeah. that would have been that would have fallen into like the mall scene, like where it's a yeah. little more like hokey and whatnot. I mean, like I said. I feel like I'm I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I got to experience yeah, it because absolutely. it was nice to see where we were kind of going with the Wonder Woman story and this universe and stuff. I don't know. Everybody kept saying that the after credit scenes is supposed to be kind of lend toward the fact that we're going to have the third one, which they did green light the third one. Oh, they're they like rushing it as fast as they can now because it was such a big success for them. From, was it good for them? Yeah, for Max and was stuff it good like for it was you? huge. Was it good for me? But it was uh it was um <laughs> I guess since it was such a big success for him and stuff that they went ahead and greenlit it and stuff, but they were like, yeah, the last, the end credit sequence is kind of what like leans into, into this. And I was just like, how, what was the, the, the insect was had a, what's her face that played the original wonder woman from seven. Oh, Linda Carter. Yes. Linda Carter played That's right. the, the hero that the gold armor was yes. from. Like yeah. I forget what her Goldar. name was. Goldar, yeah, <laughs> not Goldar. The the hero, <laughs> it looks that, exactly like the Goldar's legendary armor. hero that the gold armor was from. That dis that hero disappeared, yes. and she's supposed to still be here, but she's in like Greece or something. That's and they right. in credit, and she helps save somebody, like like pulls him out and from a running car or something like that. And you see her, and you're just like, oh, shit. And then it shows the end credit and says Linda Carter as that character. Yeah, that's right. And I was just like, that's what people were saying. That was going to lead into the third movie. And I was just like, so we're going to have a whole third movie of, like, Diana meeting this lady or something. And then we have, like, two Wonder Women. And team up. And what what are we doing here? Like, okay. I don't, I was like, I don't think that had, I think they were just doing that as, like, a, check this out. It's kind of yeah. cool. You know, she, Linda Carter's doing her thing again. She's pretty. I'm and, going back to my roots another but, day. <laughs> but I don't I don't think it has anything to do or leads any any lends any credence to the fact that this is gonna be Wonder Woman three. Yeah, that's true. I don't yeah. I I never I don't read too much into like post credit scenes. At Before all. the end of the first movie on Wonder Woman, she gets the note from Bruce. Oh yeah, because they're building Justice League like right after that. Yeah. So that's definitely like in the two thousands ish area is what it's supposed to be. So this is all still pre eighty four, obviously, would have to have been before that. Yeah. I was trying to think, I was like, what other like is there anybody else that could get tied into them at that point in time to her that she can you know I mean like lanterns. Yeah. Maybe since I, mean, I guess we're getting Green Lantern stuff, and yeah. they always exist. So maybe you could get like a maybe not Hal, but somebody yeah. else that's a lantern at yeah, that point. Guy time. Gardner, like potentially or something like that. I'm just trying to think. I was like, is there anybody else from the DC universe that she could mesh with? If we're doing like, if we're going like this way, I wonder if the next movie might be more present day, or if that's the case, then they could throw whoever they wanted to in. Yeah, but if it's still like, hey, it's Wonder Woman 1994. Yeah. Ten years later in the 90s now. Yeah, that would be interesting. If we're, because we're going to throw in now, who is another person that they could didn't bring in? Because Or do they go future? And like it's like she gets to go play future state. And it'd be so cool like, if they have Martian Manhunter just come in and help her out or yeah. something at one point in time. Like they fight a villain, Absolutely. a big bad together. I mean, who's another big, who are all the Wonder Woman big bads? I'm not really. Cheetah, that's all I knew. Is that it? <laughs> that's all I knew. I don't know. I don't I'm even sure know what like Pedro it. Pascal's character is because I looked it up afterwards. Yeah. That character is like, he is a big bad for Wonder Woman, but he's more like, he's almost like more like a, the, the artwork and stuff where it makes him look more like a mercenary. Like he's oh, really? like a super rich mercenary type guy. Let's look at Wonder Woman <laughs> villains. 
Hey, while you're doing that, let me tell you. Can I tell you another news thing real quick before we get out of it? I don't care. Did you see uh, Marvel Student Studios prevent? Yeah, uh, my English. <laughs> Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige said that the next Deadpool movie will be rated R mm-hmm. officially and officially part of the MCU. Yeah. So Ryan Reynolds is currently working on the script, and now we know that it is 100% in the MCU. I guess that yeah. was still kind of tossed up in the air, but that I didn't Feige, imagine that they would. I guess Feige was saying that like, there's this, they went ahead and let it be open to the possibility that other characters from the existing MCU are allowed to be in it as well. Now. Interesting. So I well, was just like, I was like, I'm curious as what like an R rated spider-man or iron man or somebody thrown in that universe would yeah be like i don't think i think that they would keep them kind of <laughs> like they did with x-men mm-hmm. like in in deadpool 2 like yeah they kept them really clean mm-hmm. and not really into that part of it yeah i don't um, i'm not i'm not just i wasn't just joking about that aspect yeah. of it i was just talking about like what characters do you think you would want to see but what blended I, into that universe what i don't like about all that is they have kind of bookend x-men though right and like that X-Men universe is not our X-Men universe. Yeah. But that X-Men universe lives in Deadpool 2 mm-hmm. because we saw them. Yeah. Not just uh, not just the two, but we saw every one of them. Maybe they'll do something where three, since he's still writing the script and it's not anywhere close to being like a go for yeah. like as far as like shooting and stuff goes. Maybe they'll have something or maybe he's privy to some information knowing like, since we already know that mutants will be a thing eventually. Yeah. Maybe he's privy to certain information and knows that there will be a certain mutant or two or something that'll be thrown into this universe eventually that he can play off of and have in the third movie there. Well, I just, I don't, I don't like that they exist together unless like they do something really self-aware where he, we exist. Let's say Xavier is a big character, but let's just say Xavier for the sake of things we meet the new Xavier in Deadpool three at some point, mm. whether he exists and is announced before or not. And he goes, wait, I thought I've seen you before. What if it, since this, and he makes it a, makes himself aware that he's met a version of X-Men mm-hmm. and he's like, I thought I've seen you before, but you looked a little different. And like, it's just a callback to the fact yeah. that there was somebody and maybe he's, it's like, nah, it must be different people or something. I was going to say, I was like, now that then we know that this will be after the next Doctor Strange, what if he gets pulled into the MCU from like another universe since it's like a multiverse of uh, madness? I'm following you. Like, like maybe like that, through. maybe that's how like Deadpool 3 starts. Like he gets pulled out of that old existing universe with those X-Men and stuff gets pulled into the MCU. And maybe that's how we kind of introduce like that's a new way mutants to work and, and stuff like that too. Yeah. Like he actually gets maybe the first person he meets is Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> and they just kind of play off of that. And then he does like the new adventures of Deadpool in yeah. this universe now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to pull it is like yeah. let them all exist. And they're mm-hmm. in, and especially in a world where they're definitely, it seems like they're talking about Spider Man having the new, the Spider Man 3 eventually having. Have Fox, uh, Fox X Men versus disney x-men <laughs> have wolverine versus wolverine yes. and everything like the that. the universe opens up and those two all just collide be wild like a wolverine v wolverine yeah. like an old oh and then hugh jackman can come back mm-hmm. into that universe as old man wolverine mm-hmm. that'd be kind of interesting 
all the old care old man wolverine characters you'll get like an older gene or whoever is existing in that yeah. universe at that point in time or something yeah and then pull them in and have them be part of the mcu at that point too well and they've already messed with their timeline too and mm-hmm. how everybody overlaps so and days of future past did that. yeah days of future past did yeah. that and let everything exist together i so. still never watch apocalypse apocalypse it's okay I heard it's the Wonder Woman of the, of the X Men. <laughs> Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four of the X Men. You know, none of the none of the X Men movies really like got me hard. Really? Yeah. I mean, I liked them all. Yeah. But none of them were like, oh my god. I think, I think like, the but original, none of the superhero movies do that. Original X Men, X Men two. I was super hard for. I think probably back in the day. Yeah. Not like like crazy boners jizzing everywhere hard, but like still pretty good. Um, I was definitely circa, I guess, what year would that have been? 2002 and 2003, definitely hard for Matrix at that point in time. Oh, yeah. I was trying to think of other things of the time that I was probably hard for. Yeah. I guess superhero things, that was like really, was that like, that was kind of the whole thing that led to X-Men even having any credence in starting was because of all, all because of Blade. Yeah. I mean, that's really kind of what kickstarted mm-hmm. everything for Marvel in yeah, a I think sense, so. right? Yeah. And that was 98. I've never seen any of the Blade movies. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of these days I like to watch them, but I don't remember a lot about Blade 2. I remember a lot about the original and a lot about Trinity for some Trinity reason. Trinity had Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel yeah. in it. Yeah, it does. And I just know that from the commercials. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they're definitely in there and they're in the commercials for sure. <laughs> The end. that's all i know i remember the first blade like one of like one of the first scenes is there's a there's like a rave fight scene that happens like in a rave very beginning of it yeah i think that's as far as i made yeah, it because there's like a rave that happens and then like the sprinklers start spraying like blood or something <laughs> okay yeah and then like the fight scene takes place in this like blood spraying everywhere and i'm just like this is the whole fucking this is like the most metal shit ever for a superhero yeah <laughs> Yeah, I I can't tell you a superhero movie I've been excited for. Ever? Yeah. Not even like Endgame or anything like that? We were really hot on it. I liked it. Yeah. It's good. I watched the first Iron Man recently. Yeah. Trying to work my way back through, but, yeah. you know, before WandaVision. But I just don't know when that's going to happen. Wonder Woman uh, villains. Cheetah. Yeah. Cersei. I don't know. I don't know Cersei. Cersei's uh, like Greek mythology. Cersei I know that, is a... Uh, right? Cersei. Cersei. Dr. Psycho? No idea. Um, Dr. Psycho is uh, in the Harley Quinn cartoon. Okay. Um, and he's like a really, like, he's a he's a little person. Okay. Um, and But he's, like, crazy. Uh, Ares. Kind of like him a, in the first Wonder Woman. Uh, too. Is uh, Mr. Mixel Pit. How do you say his name? Mr. Mixel Dick. Mixel Pick. Mixel Pick. Mixel Pickle. <laughs> A uh, little guy you have to say his name backwards to make him go away. Like yeah, where's that from? Superman. Oh, that's he's right. a little short guy too, though. Yeah, uh, isn't is a uh, Batmite? Who's else? Is, who's in the Batman universe that's short? Batmite, What's his, huh? Batmite, Batmite. Mm-hmm. Is he short? Yeah, he's who's like a, he's a floating guy. He reminds me of uh, the guy on the Jetsons. Like, hey, dum dum. Who's uh, or uh, Flintstones? Fucking, you know, from uh, Alice in Wonderland guy. What's his name? Matt, Matt, Matt Hatter. Hatter. Yeah, he's supposed to be shorter too, isn't he? Depends. I think he's definitely shorter than Batman. He might not be like crazy short, but I yeah. think Batman in the suit with cowl and everything on appears pretty tall. He's like, hey, yeah. it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ares. Uh, yeah. You know, Giganta. Ares. 
you uh, think that that knowing that Medusa? All, of, all of this is in there and it's so Greek cool. mythology, do you think that we'll ever get Kratos in a Wonder Woman movie? What if it's what if it's is Wonder Kratos Wo- real? No, Greek not at mythology? all. He's it's, fake. Okay. Yeah. I just thought it'd be really I was curious. A really, a really funny tie in to be like Wonder Woman three is Wonder Woman and and Kratos teaming up against the rest of the Greek <laughs> gods that are shitty. Yeah. <laughs> uh Maxwell Lord, we we yeah. learned about him. Egg foo. Yeah. I remember thing? seeing that uh or heard about it. He's like literally like an egg. Yeah, looks like it. Yeah. Um Blue Snowman. Why does she have horrible villains? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't I don't Hades. get this because I'm wondering like where else we'll go. Like like another I think the best bet and the best get that you can get with this is her just dipping more back into Greek mythology. Yeah. Because I feel like that's something that everybody knows, everybody likes. Yeah. And having like Ares be your villain, having having Hades being your villain is is like it's, an cool. it's, it's like a no-brainer. Yeah. He might not be like a huge major villain in her universe, but make him a huge major yeah. villain in this in this next movie or something. This uh or like Medusa would be cool. Yeah. Like I don't know if it's like the the uh let's see, Medusa. Or if you go for a twofer, make it Medusa and Hades. Mm-hmm. Um, or this Giganta is a uh, Dors Zul. She's a brilliant scientist mm-hmm. with the power to change her size at will. Kind of a little bit of cheetah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like brilliant scientist, but also just like is changes. It, that's another thing. Like I really enjoyed the time and era that we were in in the first Wonder Woman movie and kind of learning about the origins mm-hmm. of everything in the first place. Absolutely. Because an origin story is always really good getting that nice like kicking off point. You're really getting familiar with the person. Yeah. But also just knowing more about her background, seeing her get like the weapons and stuff like that, get the lasso, get the sword, mm-hmm. all this shit that's all kind of steeped in this Greek mythology. That's what had me more interested in about the first movie than anything else. So, Not to mention that your big bad is literally the fucking god of war. That's just gonna ask you. You like you think Wonder Woman one better than Wonder Woman two? Absolutely. I think I'm the other way around. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I really thought that this movie was okay, and I really liked the first one a lot more. I didn't like the first one a lot either, but like I liked the '80s theme better, and I yeah. liked the villains better in this movie. Yeah, I think I fell asleep in the other one too, though. So, like, sure. what are you gonna do? I'm a sleepy boy. I don't know. I feel New Zealand. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>